Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So, Spencer, while we've spent the week waiting with bated breath, who's going to be the OC? (laughs) Who's going to be the head coach at Boston College? Uh, Another Ohio State uh, connection there, Kirk Herbstreet. I mean, just beloved uh, ESPN national college football analyst on with Thursday Night Football, too, now. Um, He was quoted by uh, the father of a recruit saying something that's probably going to piss off a lot of people. And one of the biggest storylines in the Big Ten was Matt Rule uh, flipping Dylan Rayola, um, nephew of longtime Lions center uh, Donovan Rayola, the son of former Nebraska offensive lineman Dominic Rayola. Why they had to name all of their kids this similarly, I'll never know. But I do. <laughs> I, thanks for that because it was confusing as hell trying to put everything in line earlier before the show. But um, Dominic Rayola, Dylan's dad, as they were talking with the, the last part of signing day here earlier this week, Dominic was on the Rivals podcast talking about Dylan flipping from Georgia to Nebraska and really what made an impact. And he called out one guy specifically, and I bet you that one guy wasn't happy. Here's Dominic Rayola. When he saw he saw the smoke uh, about Dylan entertaining Nebraska, he was like, called me. He said, dude, is this true? He got to do it. You know, he got to do it. His affinity for Nebraska, uh, for a guy like that, to tell me and to, you know, get behind me. Like I knew, I knew he needed to do it, but I wasn't going to sit here and say, you need to go change that place or be a part of the change of that place. So when Kirk told me that, you know, I was like, man, you know, this is, I've had people reach out, other coaches reach out, reach out to me and say, look, the place is special. Coach rules a special leader. We'll say, bring up one guy's name. His name's Kirk Herbstreet. When he saw, he saw the smoke uh, about. Conversation. As we have this conversation, Spencer. I think what's really interesting about it is uh, there's been a rash of people that run to say, oh, it doesn't matter. Personally, I'm glad that Kirk Herbstreit is out there talking with people that he knows in college football because I think I think Herbie is like, you know, we I, we disagreed with him last week on some of his statements about coaches leaving for the NFL and the state of college football. But even in that that where I kind of disagreed with him, I said he has the right to have that opinion. I think his opinion's wrong, but like if anybody in the in college football has the right to have an opinion about the state of college football, it's Herbie. He played right. His uh, which which by the which by the way that uh, the whole Kirk Herbstreit narrative on guys 
trying to flee for the NFL. It gets it. There, there's some holes to poke in it when you see names like Wink Martindale taking a job in college. Like, oh, and, this guy's got a nice job in the NFL, and he's now going to college. And when you see Chip Kelly just leave for any job, including potentially <laughs> Ohio State's OC, but you know he played at this level. Um, obviously, he is a huge part of what ESPN's coverage, like yeah. uh, for the last 30 years. So he is beloved in college football. So I think there's been a rush to defend him of, oh, it's not a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal, but it will be. It is going to be a significant deal that Dominic Riola said this about Kirk Herbstreet when Kirk Herbstreet goes to walk into the Georgia headquarters and talk to Kirby Smart. It'll be a significant yeah. deal for other teams in the Big Ten, maybe even Ohio State, when when they go, well, hey, you went here, you have this connection. Why? I mean, remember, Dylan Rayola was in the Ohio State conversation yeah. a while he back. Had, he, he, had verbally, the, he had verbally committed. Yep. So that's going to be a conversation. Elsewhere in the SEC, like, the, 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 I think it's ridiculous. But analysts have to go out of their way to paint themselves as – not biased in any way, just to go ahead and get the kind of access they need and and not get crap for having opinions on college football. So it shouldn't matter, but to people who say it doesn't, it really will. And I feel bad for Herbie because I think this is an awful look for Dominic Rayola. He should he should have kept this one holstered, and yeah. he, he I think he would have been better off referencing any one of those coaches he mentioned than specifically an analyst who the perception is if you have any sort of opinions on schools and you're swaying guys, well, all of a sudden you're no longer, uh, you know, objective or you're, you know, you lose credibility as an analyst. What's kind of funny about this is uh, Herb street famously got like run out of Columbus. He used to live there and he got run out of Columbus because people thought he was too unbiased, if you will. Like he did kind of play it down the middle and almost too much with Ohio state, that fans got mad and they'd like egg his house or whatever. And so he moved. Um, but what I think is, is maybe the most damning part of the, the clip there isn't even so much that Herbie is commenting on a coach that he clearly has developed a rapport with. Cause listen, he's in that world. I, her Kirk Herbstreet is an advocate for college football other than when he's on Twitter saying, Oh, it's all going to hell in a handbasket. Let the skies fall. And woe is me. He's generally an advocate for college football. Um, he's he's probably one of the – like when you think about college football, the, the faces that come to mind are probably like coaches first. There's probably a few players that are highly known that you, you might think of. And then it's it's like the college game day set. It's the guys from that crew, Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreet, uh, now Nick Saban joining the fold, Pat McAfee. Like you think about those guys. He is what's right good. He's a good – um, person to have in the college football ranks, speaking up for the sport, representing the sport, all those different things. So I, I I can't blame him for having relationships, having built relationships with different programs. I think that actually speaks to the fact that he is unbiased because he's able to develop these relationships and talk to you about it in like a in a way where it's like, oh yeah, I've talked to him before. I think he has. Th- I think this thing he does is great. He's really good with uh, recruiting these kids, and he's got a great message. He's building a great program. He can talk to you about a whole bunch of different angles and coaches and things that even you and I can't certainly speak to. But what what I think the most damning part of that clip is, is that unless, it, unless he's just sort of flippantly explaining it this way, Dominic flat out said that Kirk Herbstreit reached out to him yep. about it. 
That's, I think, the thing. Him. Right. That's the thing I think is most interesting because it's one thing if Dominic calls him up and says, hey, Herbie, I got I got Dylan here. He's thinking he's he's torn between Georgia and, and uh, Nebraska, and he just wants to know, like, what can you tell him about both those guys' programs? Or, like, what can you tell him about uh, Matt Rule that maybe we don't know, something behind the scenes? And he might say, yeah, you know – I, I've known Matt for a while. I think he's I think he's doing great things with that program. I don't think that's a bad choice. I don't and, and then he goes into like why he doesn't think George is a bad choice either. Like it'd be one thing if he did it that way, but the fact that he's now reaching out and he's almost swaying people's uh p- opinions or thoughts on where they want to go, that's where I think he crosses that line from just being an analyst who's in tune with the sport to okay, there's a little bit more here. And and I think he does have to be aware of like the power that he wields. Being one of these faces of college football, like I said, being a spokesperson for the sport, he has to realize the power that he has in maybe swaying some of these kids as they make these decisions. And to your point, like that's not going to go over well if a team finds out that, oh, we, you know, Kirk Herbstreit really talked us into coming here. Well, what's Georgia have to say about that when they thought they had Dylan Rayola in the bag? Well, see, but I think, like, I still don't have problems with Herbie doing this. If anyone in college football, can can do this it should be herbie like to me i think i think the bigger thing is it's just ridiculous and like her i i, I agree 100 like th- this is a this is a should versus will it and the reality is it will impact him the the truth is it shouldn't and kirk herb street has earned every bit of the right here and let's also be honest he's 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 robbing from the rich to pay to the poor like this, he's not doing this Georgia versus Alabama. This isn't Georgia versus Florida. Yeah. It's not Georgia versus LSU. He's saying, man, you know what? Uh, I, this is a coach that I like. This is a program that is beleaguered. Okay, you but, go what, there, but what and if that's a special thing? What if the shoe was on the other foot, though? What if it was he was he was committed to Nebraska and he talked him into going to Georgia? Then how do we feel about it? Well, I mean, I one, I still think Herb uh, Herbie has the right to do that, but like, I, I, it's not. It doesn't really matter because the reality is it's Georgia and Nebraska. And so this isn't a, you know, a betrayal of, of rivals. It is, hey, I think this is the best situation for your kid because I like Matt Rule, because I think yeah. a, a lot of him is a coach. And I think that's where, to me, is like if this was – he honestly, if he did this for Ohio State, if he, had, if he had flipped a kid from Georgia to Ohio State or if that was a perception – I would get the outrage. Guys, Nebraska's not been a threat. I happen to think that Matt Rule is going to win at Nebraska. I don't know he's going to win the way they want to, but I think he's a good coach, and I think he's underrated in the college game at this point. So, like, at the same point, they won five games last year. At the same point, Nebraska has been a habitually underperforming team. So I, I don't think the optics are as bad. I just know how college football works and know that everybody's a bunch of sensitive little babies yeah. and they're going to be up in their feelings and it's going to be so – people are going to ca- use this to cast dispersions unnecessarily on Kirk Herbstreet because uh, here's the other thing, Spence. This stuff happens all the time and it happens from people with a lot less credibility than Kirk Herbstreet. And there are guys with – like – uh, he he doesn't like. Yes, he knows Matt Rule. He, he didn't go to Nebraska. He didn't go to Georgia. This is a guy who just knows college football. That said, man, this would be really cool. I think yeah. it'd be really good for your son if he did that. That's different than when former NFL player 
calls up another former NFL player and says, man, your, your kid should go to my school because I love this coach. And he's lying. Like the thing I'll, I, the thing I'll trust about Herbie is that Herbie is authentic with his thing. And it's not about what's best for Herb street or uh, uh, even specifically like a, a program that is in near and dear to his heart. You know like what I mean? Ohio State, yeah. yeah. I, well, and, and I, I want to be clear. I'm not sitting here freaking out and I'm not joining the masses of, Oh, this is a, this is a a a completely just changes my opinion of Kirk Herbstreit. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying that. I'm just saying, and 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 it's the same thing I said. Like I understand he has a rolodex of of connections and people that he's in in tune with and friends with and and has met over the years, and he's more than welcome to share you know thoughts on those guys and you know what he knows about them. And I, and I get it. I'm just saying from the position he's in where he's viewed as like this, I don't know, Pope of college football, if you will, analyst who's on the college game day, which is one of the most, it's an institution. It's, it's, it, I've always said my dream job when I got into media was I wanted to work on college game day one day. Cause I thought it was the coolest thing ever. You're just going week to week, going to college campuses. What's not to like and talking about sports. Um, but it, he has to, I, I do think on some level, I can understand why it's a bad look, because you're supposed to be, again, that unbiased analyst of this game. You're not working for a collective trying to sway somebody's opinion one way or another. Now, we don't know the full context of this conversation. We don't know how it all went down. And I agree with you that I think Herbie's generally authentic. And he probably didn't make – I don't think the conversation was, yeah, you got to go here because he's like in Matt Rule's pocket. I, I don't think it was anything like that. I'm sure it was a genuine conversation. But I do understand why some might be like, eh, he's just got to be a little more careful. I don't think it should – be a knock on his character. I don't think it should completely ruin his credibility. I mean, I love Kirk Herbstreit, but you know, I can you understand know why there's some optics that come off that way. Just wait for this. When Nick Saban, who's still on the Alabama payroll, who still has a <laughs> office in Tuscaloosa, just wait. Because I think people think that these analysts don't do this kind of stuff. Just wait till Nick Saban. Is uh, this the we new? Get, we get wind of, of Nick Saban steering kids or maybe just making a well-timed call. Is this the new? Uh, hey, these guys are getting money anyway. Is this? Is this what? It, like this is the this is the nil version of that. Hey, well, you know these analysts are telling them where to go anyway. They have all the. Honestly, though, when you t- considering that Florida State fans were all up in Kirk's mentions because they thought he was the reason that Florida State got left out. I hundred percent agree. Like this is just going to be an avalanche of. Re- it's just going to be an avalanche. They're going to be. All up in his, all up his butt about. Hey, see, see all the power, <laughs> see all the power that you have. Look at, look at you changing the landscape of college football for you know, everybody. I just want to point out when you were you filled in earlier this week on my show, you made a couple bent over comments. Now you're making it all up <laughs> in the butt. I just want to make sure you're okay. I just want to make sure. You, I just, you know, you good, brother? You all right? Yeah, I think I think life's just got me bent over. That's all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I probably should stop talking because I tend to take this worse than it needs to be. So hey, no instead, SEC violations on here, Nick. Um, at it. <laughs> yeah, but there are like violations of you know decency that I do. I tend to make <laughs> when I open my mouth. Sometimes you don't want to get canceled. Do you guys have a problem with what Kirk Herbstreit allegedly did, according to Dominic Rayola, uh, Dylan Rayola's son, uh, Dylan Rayola's dad? Uh, we got plenty to get to. We do have the Michigan panic meter. Uh, some news on the Michigan front. Uh, a new coach in town in Ann Arbor. And 
Quite a little streak we got brewing for the Buckeyes. That's next. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> 